Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. Nick, what are we doing here so early? <laughs> it's a very early start. So I think it'll mix things up a bit. We'll, uh, we're going to go through a lot of charts today. I'm not sure how long the stream is going to be, but I'm going to try to... Can I just get through a lot of stuff, right? And we're going to go through a lot and see what's going on. And hopefully everyone will have a good idea as to, you know, what's kind of going on in the space by the end of the stream. Um, so if you find it useful, informative, maybe entertaining at times, hit that like button. We really do appreciate that. Let's spread the word with what is going on here. Um, if you happen to be new to the channel, then why not go ahead and subscribe and um, tap that bell, select all notifications. And in doing so, you will be kept up to date with everything that we do here at Cheeky Crypto. If you're not yet already on our discord server there's a link in the description down below uh it's free to head on over there and um, we do actually spend a fair amount of time in discord so definitely worth checking that out if you want to support us on patreon we actually do additional patreon only live streams as well right with all of that out of the way chris anything else you want to add before i kind of take control and dive into what's going on here I just uh dive in Nick. fantastic okay so sorry both feet. Both feet. Both feet. Right, let's start with this. <clears throat> okay, guys. So, coin market cap, we are at $2.1 trillion with an $85.7 billion trading volume in the last 24 hours. Now, Bitcoin dominance is at 40.7 with Ethereum at 21%. All these kind of uh, dominance levels haven't actually varied all too much just yet and they are pretty standard stuff and uh, we have got 15,826 cryptocurrencies it's a vast amount of cryptocurrency so it's make sure you do your own research right and say this all the time there are influences across you know youtube twitter tiktok instagram facebook wherever right and sometimes they are paid to talk about a specific project we know this we get a lot of offers reach our inbox right um you know hundreds of them we turn down 99.9 of all promotional offers and when we you know get into a promotional offer we make sure that we do a lot of solid research on that and we cannot stress it enough because there's a lot of unfortunate um scripts out there they don't want you to necessarily use your own words they want you to use their words and all of that kind of stuff now we're kind of privileged in a, in a roundabout way the fact that we can see a lot of uh, these projects that are looking for promotional uh, content to be created for them, right? And then when, see, when we start scouring YouTube or, or wherever, we start to see the same projects getting spoken about by many different influences in the space. Some declare that it is paid promotion, some do not. Some are reading scripts, some are not. Um, so it's really important that you do your own research, right? Even if we do promo content make sure you do your own research, right? Obviously, we've done it, but we do insist that you guys do it as well. We are not financial advisors. Um, and as a result of that, it's important that you make sure that research is done by the people who are investing, i.e. yourselves. Right, I'm not going to dwell on it anymore. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it is a part and part of it that there are a lot of influences in the space, right? And um, you know, doing that research is going to be key. It's going to help you find those gems and it's going to help you avoid those scams. Right. So, Let so Nick, you might want to just move yourself across the screen. Why? Nobody can see the. Yeah, I'm zooming out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I was just zooming in for um for the the actual top top level there. Don't worry about that. Um, so. Obviously, we've got a series of altcoins, right? Bitcoin down at 45.9K, Ethereum at uh, 3.7, 7% uh, drop for Solana, 4% for Cardano, and so forth, right? I'm going to go through a lot of this, not so much here, but more on the chart side of things. And we're going to start things off with, of course, Bitcoin and that Gaussian channel, right? Really important that we do understand what is going on here, right? So, um, obviously, 
Let's start at the beginning. I think it's important that we start here, right? So basically in 2011, we kind of saw Bitcoin kind of rise. We saw the all-time high at that point and get set late November 2011 before slipping down. Uh, and then obviously we saw another one just up here, right? Um, very similar high. This was basically August 2012. Now, really, really early in the world of Bitcoin. Too early to really say definitively, you know, what the right price of Bitcoin was going to be. After this, we saw a phenomenal high, right? And this is basically the start of an effective bull run, if you will. You could argue that this is the test area just on top of the Guardian channel. But at the same time, the Guardian channel was no good back then. It didn't have a lot of data and it was basically just really useless, right? You need a lot more information to make it useful. We saw the 2013 bull run here um, and we saw this in a couple of things. We saw the first peak and then obviously people thinking that you're going into a bear market. Again, that Guardian channel didn't really close the gap too much and we were doing too, not too bad, right? Uh, we then have the second peak. Obviously, this is what caught a lot of people off guard. Peak one, pullback, peak two, right? Um, and then obviously we went into a bear market. We actually closed inside that Guardian channel for the first time. And then basically we, we basically pulled down significantly. We saw a, a, a huge colossal amount of, uh, of value wiped out uh, on Bitcoin, right? We can go ahead and take a look at that. It was an 86% drop from the all-time high area, right? Versus what we had seen previously with the previous all-time high down to this point was only 75%. And I say only, it's still a very significant amount. You can understand why people were calling it you know, uh, a bear market. But the point of this that I'm trying to make is we saw a close inside this Guardian channel, which ultimately led to the complete bear market and a, and a pullback to this very significant low area. From here, we actually then started to get um, out of the Guardian channel or pull back into the Guardian channel, I should say, push above it and stay above the Guardian channel for the entirety of the 2017 bull run. Okay. And then basically we come back down, we retest, we get the closed candle inside the Guardian channel, which has led to the bear market lows. And then obviously back here, we started to get a good push to the upside. Now, this is where things get a little bit interesting, the deviation um, from the history. We basically see here uh, a good push above and effectively the start of a bull run. Okay, And then basically 2019 and 2020, the, the pandemic decided to have other plans. We actually saw this crash um, taking us down below the Guardian Channel again in March of 2020. Um, and then it took a little while before we actually got up here affirmatively and confirmed that we were in a bull market. Okay, um, And this was actually September of 2020. If people can remember what was going on in August of 2020, we had a good significant push. Many altcoins actually had some all-time highs at that point. And then obviously we retested this area and confirmed everything in the new year as a really strong move to the upside. Now, when we actually go ahead and zoom this in, Obviously, one of the things that we look at in the history here is not closing inside this channel. Closing inside this channel every time that we have done it in the history has led to a bear market low, right? So therefore, if that were to happen again, one would assume there's a high probability of actually going down into the a bear market low, right? Um, so let's take a look, right? So obviously, yesterday, we did close inside this Guardian channel. Okay, we can see that with this particular candle here, and we can see that the outlook of today is also no better. Okay, now, there are a few things we should consider. Um, and, you know, from a data point of view, I think there's a probability aspect that this is potentially going to lead to Bitcoin bear market. And I have to use the word Bitcoin bear market because we're going to get on to the alt season in a moment. Um, but basically, you know, looking at this, you know, if the history is intact, minus the, this little kind of pandemic blip here, 
we could argue that this is the start of you know potential pullback down into a bear market low okay that would basically mean that we're looking for that kind of drop of about 80 to maybe even 85 percent of the value right if we take that all-time high uh actually grab the right tool for the job grab this one over here uh, and we actually take a look where would that actually put us right there if we take an 80 percent drop we're talking about going down to like 13 and a half k if we go down to uh 86 percent you know that's like just under ten thousand dollar bitcoin i'm not convinced on that because there's another thing that we have to acknowledge um, and that is basically we haven't actually pulled back down past the previous all-time high okay so i'm going to just grab some horizontal rays here and we're just going to grab that one we're going to put it there and we'll grab hold of this one and we'll put it here okay so this is why 20k has resonated so well with so many people right that effectively would be an interesting low area now when we take a look at the all-time high of 2013 versus the all-time high of 2017 you can see that the bear market low did not come down anyway close to the previous all-time high right and bear market now isn't just going past the previous all-time high but it is pretty much on the journey down to very significant lows lows that we haven't seen for a very long time in fact you could argue it actually come up towards our june 2019 high okay so i think um it's an interesting point that we have to acknowledge that this is also breaking the history of bitcoin now admittedly there isn't a lot of history here so it's important that we do understand um what is going on there so be cautious at this point i don't think anyone really truly knows what's going on uh there's a lot of interesting things lots of different indicators lots of te different technical analysis and but when we truly break it down the history has been the history right and it tends to repeat itself until it doesn't okay and it's almost like a get out of jail free card it feels like but ultimately this is the this would be effectively the first time we'd close inside the Guardian channel and then potentially go up to an all-time high okay and that's on that is still a, an option um but it's also the first time that potentially we go into a bear market and we go down lower than the previous all-time high okay that's also some a possibility and i'll leave that to you guys to which way you think that's likely to go and um, i am going to go through a couple of additional things right first of all we're going to talk about that stochastic rsi as well right down here we are heavily oversold right and um, meaning that there's only one place for that stochastic rsi to really go and that is to the upside we saw this previously with this wave four low and obviously going up into new all-time highs to take us up into the overbought area okay so that is something we have to also consider although we have pulled back now we're more than likely going to bounce up um, and i'll go through that in a moment as well so considering our stochastic rsi is so low and uh, a close inside the gaussian channel doesn't necessarily mean that we're not going to go above the gaussian channel briefly um or maybe slightly longer term um you know on the kind of short term short to medium term right it's important that we understand that that weekly stochastic rsi being where it is right now is actually a really bullish indication to say that things are going to be bouncing to the upside so selling really for me right now isn't really an option specifically on bitcoin it doesn't make a lot of sense okay considering that position on the stochastic rsi on this macro view the macro view is very important okay so Let's actually take this down into Bitcoin on Binance. And what we're going to do here is we're going to take this uh, Guardian channel off and we're going to take a look at that exact scenario. OK, so here we can obviously see on this weekly chart, it's very significant pullback. Right. And what we're going to do is we're going to take hold of our fibs. We're going to throw that on here and we can see that basically everything usually bounces up to the 618. This would actually make it about 58K. And again, that would be firmly above the Guardian channel. So again, we would be looking for a steady rise up to at least this area here for a bouncing scenario. 
where we see a bounce push up and then you potentially pull back down and again this would be confirmed within something that would probably resonate well as an abc move okay you know how we follow elliott wave on this channel right so again following that kind of motion you could potentially see that on the macro scale so again not saying that bear market comes and you instantly lose 80 percent of the value it doesn't work that way everything bounces around quite a bit a bear market lasts for a good 18 months to 24 months okay and um, so you're going to find yourself moving up moving back down and you'll find a bit of a denial phase if we are in a bear market and i'm still not convinced on either um just because we've seen the first time the guardian channel a close inside the guardian channel doesn't necessarily mean it's a bear market it's just what the history has told us previously so right now we do have to be incredibly cautious we don't want to act emotionally uh, we want to act logically right and logic does tell us that we are looking for a bounce to the upside based on the stochastic rsi and based on patterns and you know abcs and so forth right so we are looking for this track to the upside of around 58k do watch out for that one now the other thing that's really important is to talk about a potential death cross right um something that we saw a lot of talk of early on so let me just remove some of this noise um from this chart for a sec let me uh just get rid of some of these things and i'll bring it all back in a moment so there's the head and shoulder pattern obviously we're watching out for that one um i still think this is going to be a complete flop i don't think this is actually something that we're going to see i can kind of already acknowledge this is a bit of a a breakdown of that standard pattern that we would normally see but anyway um it's important that we do acknowledge that there is or was this pattern forming here but i don't think this is something that we we actually need to be kind of worried about um but here's your death cross right now if you remember way back uh, in i think it was like may um yeah here it was uh, 29th of may we had that death cross right everyone it was like a mainstream narrative that was kind of pushed on everyone a death cross and you know ultimately that's the end of bitcoin that's triggered the bear market right that's that was the narrative that was being spun at the time now what's really important about this is it's a lagging indicator it only shows you what has happened it isn't showing you what is going to happen okay now it can be spun many times over and um, by lots of different influencers lots of different media outlets to kind of get their objective achieved right you'll see depending on uh, what they want you to do at that time for example a death cross which is basically only really acknowledging this pullback that's already happened and it lagged behind okay at this point in time we were actually already very significantly low we didn't drop too much further at this point right so although there will potentially people will be spinning this as a narrative to get you down to sell your bitcoin you know at a discounted rate it's a lagging indicator i cannot stress that enough and the other thing that we didn't actually hear was the opposite of this which is the golden cross right you have a death cross you have a golden cross this was not a narrative that was actually spun at the time right they didn't necessarily want you buying up even though this is a lagging indicator just indicating this move from the downside to the upside okay so right now what we actually have is a death cross i've seen a couple of articles already talking about a death cross on bitcoin we're going down to x number okay it's just important to acknowledge that all this is actually representing is the drop from the all-time high that we've had down to this c wave low that we had here okay not anything else it's not an, a predictive indicator it's a lagging indicator it's absolute garbage and um, but people do resonate on it quite a bit so do be aware of what that death cross is actually doing and what it is not doing it's not predicting you are going to go down to a bear market in fact it's the opposite it's actually predicting it's not predicting anything it's only showing you what's already happened so and we're aware that that is also here so the weekly chart is actually looking pretty good from a stochastic point of view and from a bounce point of view right we can see that potentially coming in now obviously closing inside the guardian channel 
potentially problematic um, and we should be very cautious over that okay history tells us that it leads to bitcoin's bear market the head and shoulder pattern on the daily chart looks like it's actually invalidating itself just with the various different manipulations that are going on with finance specifically and um, all those price points that are being hit and as for obviously you know us so volatile with bitcoin yesterday specifically as we're getting close to that close um you know at some points we're above it and then another hour that we're below it and so forth lots of things going on with the stock market um and ultimately this is a really bad time of year as well um for for bitcoin as well you know lots of institutions looking to balance their books etc so we do have some interesting times ahead what i'm really looking for is a push past the 786 on the weekly chart as we get the bounce okay and um, that's going to be the indicator as to whether or not we are going to be slipping back down into a bear market scenario or whether or not we are actually pushing up to all-time highs right so that's the next thing that we're looking for we've had the close inside the guardian channel let's see if that logic of the history still sticks with us or whether or not we are going to actually start to see you know um bitcoin rise through the ashes and actually we can put to bed the theory on the guardian channel it's no longer valid um as a as a bear market indicator okay and um, so really important that we acknowledge what's going on with that the head and shoulder pattern doesn't bother me too much um again this it seems very invalid right now because we had to push up but it's so much volatility here you can see it's slipping to the downside but nothing too much more other than that and um it's only a matter of time for that weekly macro view really has that break to the upside anyway so not overly too pro problematic with that one um, on the hourly obviously we have dissected quite a lot down here uh we were tracking this quite a bit um, as you can see you know we did push above and then we pulled back down we pushed up we pulled back down it was very very volatile um, and you can see lots of different random numbers uh, i say random but very specific numbers that were hit right so at 2200 hours last night we had a high of 47,550 to the penny um, at uh, midnight exactly uh, we had a high of 46,900 to the penny but we also had a low of 46,220 to the penny okay so it was gifted both a support and a resistance level now the wicks are um, I saw a question actually about wicks so the wicks on these candles basically just show exhaustion in the market okay if you see a really high wick it basically means that the um, buying pressure is exhausted and you're going to start to see that come back down quite dramatically which is kind of what you saw here same with the, this particular wick to the downside you can see that the selling pressure was exhausted we pushed right back up and then obviously the selling pressure resumed again um, right now obviously on the hourly it is heavily oversold again so again we are looking for that push to the upside here of course we can see with bitcoin um the uh yeah it'll be an a a b and a c wave again we can measure that out uh, right in here uh, with our low and our high area just here we can see that we are pretty much right on level with our expectations of a c wave uh, measuring exactly for the same as the a wave so again that's expected so it's still tracking that quite nicely uh, the only odd area is right in here there's no up wave count which is odd which we still can't get my head around but uh, nonetheless uh, and up here as well so overall uh, bitcoin is bitcoin it is unfortunate that it did close inside the guardian channel it does mean that that uh macro view on the weekly is a little bit uh less reliable now than uh, than it was previously so interesting stuff okay so that's going to um move us on to the next level then um let's actually go ahead and take a look at ethereum again we're going to start up here on our weekly uh we're going to go ahead and just remove some of these we don't need them 
and here we can see what's going on right so ethereum has interesting stuff kind of going on right um, lots of different numbers kind of called out for ethereum and if we actually take a look at the trends um, of wave two wave three wave four it does actually show eth moving out there towards that 19k area on the 4.236 extension um, i'm not optimistic about this though so we'll have to watch that one to see how that one plays out um if we actually grab hold of this one i left that on that can go we are heading to oversold area on this weekly chart so again big macro picture is indicating that we are likely to see a big push to the upside right so as we take a look at this we'll uh, oversold down here on the lows of wave four we've set up some new all-time highs we're heading right back down into this oversold area the expectation is to push up now on that note actually before i get too deep into what is going on with ethereum i think it's also important to acknowledge um alt season right because bitcoin going down into you know or closing inside the Guardian channel has a lot of people worried should they sell all their crypto and i'm of the opinion of no obviously it is just my opinion and um, but it is important that we acknowledge what's happened previously right if bitcoin goes bearish as in bitcoin loses its value um it does not mean that the altcoins are going to necessarily go bearish right it all depends on how closely linked they are to bitcoin so here we have 2017 um bull run with our horizontal line coming uh, sorry our vertical line coming down right and what i've done is i've got a list of just coins that were around at the time just randomly selected them um to throw them on here so you could see visually uh, what actually happens after um, bitcoin gets that close right so you can see here that basically bitcoin had its all-time high in theory let's just say hypothetically that bitcoin did have its all-time high then what do you see you start to see bitcoin lose its value right and when bitcoin loses its value um this is actually when you start to see some interesting moves we saw a little bit of a delay here with ethereum and then ethereum went up and set an all-time high okay afterwards okay so we saw that it blasted up to the top that was after bitcoin reached its all-time high now litecoin actually was pretty much married to bitcoin this entire time it, as soon as bitcoin had its all-time high so did litecoin um, it was a little bit afterwards but it was kind of right next to it now down here we have xrp it lagged behind a little bit and then it actually uh, kind of went nuts and kind of went up here uh, much much later okay so um you know you're talking quite a significant period of time um after uh we saw bitcoin peak we saw xrp peak the same thing actually for for xlm here stellar right we saw this actually drop down with bitcoin and then it went up and actually got its all-time high afterwards okay and um, so what we're saying here is alt season is after bitcoin has actually got a bearish indicator okay it doesn't mean that all your alts are going to go together um and ultimately alts will have a various different uh, timeline to them right you're not going to see all altcoins pumping together what you're going to see is a selected uh, few go together then they'll go bearish whilst other ones go bullish and basically what you're really seeing here from a macro view is just money rolling around the market just chasing green candles um right and basically that's what's going to happen if bitcoin of course has set its all-time high um then basically and it's gone bearish at this point because you do lose value basically money rolls out of bitcoin into ethereum so basically you can see down here at the bottom of bitcoin uh, you can see that that is basically where you start to see that reversal come up here for ethereum then obviously money rolls out of ethereum and potentially you could argue actually went into actually i'd argue actually money rolled out of um out of xrp out of uh, stellar into ethereum uh, ethereum actually peaked after which is interesting enough so you, know, you get the idea though right basically money is going to roll around the market after bitcoin has actually gone uh, bearish 
So it's really important that we understand that um, just because Bitcoin has gone uh, or closed inside the Guardian channel, gone bearish, however you want to kind of figure it out, uh, goes into a bear market, does not mean you want to be selling your altcoins. Um, it basically is indicating that actually, get ready, it's going to get interesting, alt season's potentially on the horizon. Okay, so... Um, I'm still not convinced that Bitcoin's actually had its all-time high either yet. Um, some of the indicators are not quite where we would expect them to be. So we're waiting for the bounce. We're waiting for 58K. And then we're going to see whether or not we actually push past that to the 786 Fibonacci area. If we push and close above that, that's actually a pretty bullish signal to say we're going up again. And the whole Gaussian channel theory can be put to bed at last. Um so interesting stuff lies there. So let's get back into uh, Ethereum, right? So obviously here you can see uh, we've got some pretty good traction. We are heading to oversold right now. And um, so there's good motion to the upside overall, right? We are still tracking five impulsive waves. Wave two is absolutely tiny. Um, wave four, a little bit more, um, you know, and when you actually look at it from a macro point of view, this dip right here uh, had people worried. It was 37%. Uh, and then obviously we had the dip here in, uh, I think it was like May comes down 61% had people worried and we still went up to new all-time highs afterwards right now ethereum if we actually take it from that all-time high scenario down to that low point dropped 29% so ethereum is actually holding up incredibly well obviously we have seen uniswap um you know deploy on polygon so that's going to have an impact uh, obviously you know less use case for ethereum and transaction fee wise and all that kind of stuff so one to watch out for there i'm not a big fan of ethereum with the gas fees and i think the competition circling circling ethereum i think we know this i've been saying it for months at least it feels that way um, so, you know, I do hold Ethereum, but only for transactions. I don't actually invest in it. Uh, I think it's it's a bit daft, really, with the, with the structure of how it's been set up. And they're a bit late with ETH 2.0. That being said, also, it's important to acknowledge that it's a really poor performer. Um, it hasn't performed incredibly well in comparison to other altcoins. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Ethereum, I still think, is going to do well. Um, but I don't have a bright future laid out for ETH uh, longer term. Okay, so here we can obviously track uh, the daily view as well. Um, you can see here that we are um, tracking nice ABC to the upside, actually, which is quite a nice one to see. So um, here we can see on this daily chart A, B, and C. And obviously right now we are also tracking, uh, we can probably take it from here, A, B, and we'll look for the C. Now the C is not an overly big one um, just because of how deep that B wave went. Um, but if we grab this and we move it over, we can get an idea that that C wave high comes in at approximately 4,100. Um, of, of course, it goes impulsive above uh, 4,300. But yeah, we'll watch that space. ABC forming there for um, for ETH. Um, so let's move on to some of the other coins that people kind of uh, you know really like to get an, an understanding for. Um, so right now, um, if I actually remove this, we'll grab some of these uh, things out of the way. And we'll just get rid of some of this stuff. Right. Uh, okay, cool. So here we have a really interesting triangular wedge forming for Cardano's ADA. Okay, now this could be a huge break to the upside eventually, whether we get it anytime soon or later. You know, time is always the hardest thing to gauge. Um, but basically, you can see an ABC to the downside. It's a big ABC move across this daily chart. Okay, we can also acknowledge that there was a good push to the upside. And there's lots of candle movements here. Okay, we're just looking at the bigger macro picture. This is actually, you know, two touch points to a downward trend. And we've got one, two, three, probably four, five, six and touch points onto our upward trend line. 
Altogether, this takes us into late March, um, and I do expect, actually, considering how heavily we are testing this strong um, or this 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 upward trend line, that we should actually be expecting this to get broken soon. Okay, so do watch out for that. We can already see a wick here. You can see all of these wicks down here. The expectation at this point would potentially be to break this down, uh, this upward trend, and set something else. Now we got good support here at one dollar twelve, um, but we'll watch that space. I also think there's a lot of support in here. You can see the kind of history across this daily chart here for Ada. Lots going on, lots of support levels. But do take a look at that stochastic RSI. We are pushing up against this um, trend line right now. So my expectation is that this is likely to get broken uh if i actually just put that one back and grab the right trend line um, i would expect that we are going to break this trend line and we're going to have to realign this a little bit um, but the triangle would still remain i do not anticipate us um breaking the triangle completely um, but do watch out for that now if we actually jump into our hourly chart here um, let me just grab hold of some of these notes and remove those um, we can obviously see that we were expecting this uh, this larger ABC move to the downside. That is still very much valid, um, but we do have to move that B wave a little bit higher. Um, and if we actually grab hold of this, and again, we measure that distance, uh, where is the most probable area of a C wave? It's going to be about there. Let me actually just flip that around. Because um, what we want to do is we want to make sure that we don't go impulsive down. Um, so it's always important that we do this the right way around. There we go. And um, so right now we are coming back down a little bit. We have the expectation, uh, expectation here um, of around $1.16. Um, but good support at $1.12. If we go lower than $1.10, uh, then potentially that's impulsive move down, right? And we want to avoid that if we can. Now, the other thing that's really important about this, I'm going to leave that just there. Uh, we don't also, we don't have to go down this low, by the way, guys. We don't, we, sometimes these C waves fall short, um, but they normally do go down to at least the A wave. Now, here we were tracking an A, B, C, D, E, uh, as triangle, okay? And uh, we kind of got the breakout of the uh, downtrend, um, but we've been pulled right back in, which is really unfortunate. Normally, these things play out quite well, these Elliott triangles, um, but in this particular example, it's not looking too good and um, so what i'm going to do is i'm going to just see if there's something else kind of going on here that we can kind of uh, acknowledge and uh, maybe take you know to our advantage so we can definitely see there's an abc down there's an abc up and there is uh actually you know depending on your wave counts now i'd say that's an abc down and that's actually an interesting one right there for cardano so if we actually take hold of this move and we put this here you can see that this definitely went impulsive, but the high area here actually overlapped wave one. So we can't count it as a one through five. Uh, we do have to count it as an ABC move. Um, so we are going to be tracking it more like this. Um, it definitely has exhausted on this chart. We are um, heavily oversold here on our hourly. So we are waiting for that break to the upside there. Um, so I would anticipate that actually that larger play of the A, uh, B and C is probably in play that way rather than the ABC in the other way, which I had also articulated, uh, which would be that one. I think this C wave isn't going to come into the downside. And instead, I would anticipate that actually we're tracking this way, which is an A, a B, and then a C. And if we actually measure this one out, uh, what we'll get will be a move to the upside of approximately pushing us to about 134. So watch out for that. I would anticipate that one's likely to occur. And again, if we just finish these wave counts off, we can see that there's uh, a wave count right in there. Um, and then obviously to the upside here, and then we had the double top. This is the bearish signal. And um, so again, it's an ABC move. 
right here here and here with a double top um, and again that fell down with an abc now we're tracking for the abc up and um, so again all of that kind of checks out there was also a triple bottom forming here which would have been the bullish tail that got us in our a wave pull back for the b wave take us to the oversold area tracking the c wave up now so cardano is looking interesting um this triangle i still feel could be a bigger play so i'm going to leave it in here for now we haven't actually broken down lower just yet than this e-wave so we're still waiting to see how that one plays out but uh, cardano um, i think it's got a really bright feature for uh, for next year so definitely one to to watch out for right let's move on to xrp xrp has been interesting um and i say that obviously because of the lawsuit jay clayton lots of interesting things going on there not sure how many people have been following um you know xrp as a whole um but basically uh, we did actually end up seeing um you know Jay Clayton kind of on national television saying he had no affiliation with uh, with specific companies uh, whilst he was at the SEC. And then a document comes and turns up from 2017, I think, or 2018 uh, with his signature on it that actually has him you know, invested in said company. So interesting stuff. And um, obviously, we cannot trust uh, Jay Clayton for, for what that's worth, but we know that much. Um, but nonetheless, the lawsuit, you know, 2022, hopefully will come to a conclusion. Uh, win, lose, draw, doesn't really matter. Uh, I, most likely, in my opinion, will be settlement. Uh, if, of course, the SEC are willing to acknowledge what uh, Ripple are actually after. With that being said, uh, we have seen an interesting kind of day. Um, and we are actually inside this triangle. Okay. Um, now, what's really interesting about this is we've still got a fair amount of work to do. Okay. Lots of kind of things going on here. Um, and I don't think this is going to be a quick play by any stretch of the imagination. But into 2022, as this triangle gets tighter, we'll be looking to kind of get a bit of an explosive move to the upside right um so if we actually track this as an uh, an a uh, potential b this will be a c we'll look for the d and then we'll look for that e wave this basically becomes our Elliott triangle okay now this is a daily chart no it's a weekly chart sorry and um, so you can see how you know it's going to take quite a significant amount of time now we are oversold so we are looking to track up with our d wave get that complete, pull back down in for the E-wave, and then from here, um, I think we'll probably end up with this explosive move to the upside. Now, if timing works out for us, this could be some fantastic news regarding the Ripple SEC lawsuit, or um, it could just be that money is rolling around the market and you know it rolls into um, XRP based on hopium of the, uh, of the lawsuit itself, or the lawsuit looks like it's swinging one way um i think this is going to be an explosion uh to the upside now in terms of targets there's lots of targets for xrp and um, that actually have some interesting levels so i think we should obviously acknowledge the more um conservative targets for now so around that six dollar area is an area that i've been kind of targeting i think that's on our daily chart uh, let me just load that up uh, here. $6.68 based on this pullback that we had previously. You can see how we got rejected from the 618 earlier. We pushed back up and got rejected again. Um, so we are working quite heavily on that. But yeah, $6.68 is my conservative target there. If we actually win the lawsuit, I think it's going to go absolutely nuts towards that $16 range. Um, and again, market cap would not be a barrier uh, to entry market cap is nothing more than a simple calculation between the circulating supply and the last sold price not the price that was paid for the asset not the amount of money in liquid uh, in liquidity um, and not the amount of money that the project has it is literally a notion of value in fact it, all it actually shows you is price 
at the total level okay so now we know that xrp is looking actually pretty good long term short term i don't tend to get too involved with it um i'm obviously it's a big position in my portfolio we had a good push up here and if we pull back down this is actually an interesting point uh we could actually be seeing a, a very interesting kind of abc move it's not a huge one um but do expect ourselves to watch out for uh, a, a rise up now uh, with completion coming in actually on this resistance level of about 93 cent and that's probably where we're going to end up with that one before seeing an abc move to the downside okay so we're watching out for that one like i say everything kind of moves up in waves we are oversold on this hourly so tracking nicely to the upside which actually chris uh, brings me on to the next one your biggest bag of v chain now v chain is uh, a really good project um but obviously it has lots of fud in the space as well right um it's one of those things where you have to do a lot of research to, and you have to get to get through some of the real bad noise that's out there in terms of uh, blockchain um technology you're going to find it hard push to find a project that is so well um utilized okay it's got kind of adoption in enterprises globally okay really big names utilize vchain technology okay um so everything from bmw walmart china h&m governmental contracts whether that is you know um over in italy or uh cyprus or china right there's, there's so so many um and it's important that we acknowledge all of those things now Obviously, here we have some interesting levels, right? We take a look at the trends like we did with uh, Ethereum, right? Ethereum has a trend for up to 19K. I don't necessarily think that is likely to happen with Ethereum because of um, other things that are happening in the background. Here we have a trend on VeChain going out to $1.20. Again, this is like the true kind of maximum number that I can kind of see occurring here unless something fundamentally changes that drives it much further. Okay, it's about an 11x on its current position, maybe 12 uh 11x just under 12x um, on its current position to kind of take it out to a dollar okay and the dollar is the conservative number if we actually come down into our daily chart and ignore some of that noise for a second we can see the 4.236 based on the higher three and the lower four comes in at one dollar right uh one dollar one cent now that's the kind of conservative target that we have here and and again that is about you know a 12x on the current price now the reason for VeChain um, getting to that level, I think, again, and you'll notice that these things are popping up all over the place right now. And that's because everything is kind of following the very similar pattern. But we have another Elliott wave triangle. Okay, we have a wave A complete, wave B complete, wave C complete now. And we are pushing up into wave D. Okay, we are overbought now, so I can delete that one off. Um, so we're up in this overbought area. We are going to find some more volatility just at the bottom of this wave C before we eventually go up into wave D. Once we get at the wave D area, we are going to pull back. Okay, it's going to be a significant pullback into wave E. Wave E, once that is complete, will allow us to go absolutely impulsive to the upside where I can see this $1 coming in. But this is a longer term play. This is the daily chart. Um, and again, this is something that I do anticipate actually occurring um, much later in 2021 towards the end of the bull run completely. Uh, once money, many of those altcoins are probably already gone, uh, I do expect things like Cardano and uh, VeChain to be some of the last ones to potentially go in this particular um bull run right so one to watch out for uh we've communicate this to uh the patreon members and youtube members in discord quite a bit and um, making sure that this uh, is still on track we haven't invalidated anything some volatility here but you know on a daily chart this is it takes a lot to actually kind of move up and to move down over time right so one to watch out for um on the smaller time frames when we actually take a look at when it's going on here we actually had the breakout of our uh descending 
um, parallel channel here moving up and obviously we're just tracking back down into it uh, again you know I'm not going to do the wave counts on here uh, ultimately you know it's small kind of fry at this point and uh, obviously we are heading down into our buy zone which is this yellow box area we haven't been down here for a very long time if we were to actually go in it would actually invalidate our upward trend line so I'm not actually keen on seeing that um, so I think if we are going to come down we're going to retest this trend like we did down here and with the bottom of that uh, that real major pullback that we had otherwise you know i think v chain longer term play but has so much potential uh, which is why we are going to be using it for our clothing range and um, that we are designing we're going to be basically doing verifiable clothing on the v chain blockchain for authentication and all of that kind of good stuff there's a reason for that it's a fantastic tech Okay, um, so VeChain is looking pretty good, right? Um, but what about Harmony One? It's been on a bit of a tear recently, right? Um, so again, we're going to take a look at this on our weekly chart. Okay, and we just zoom on in here and just expand this up a tad, right? So obviously, the weekly chart looking pretty good, and we are tracking for this ABC move up. Okay, this actual ABC move has us targeting out. I think it's about forty-seven cent in that kind of range, just above the 1.618, just below the 2.618 um, area of our pullback, right? And this is a trend-based um, FIB. So again, taking a look at the low area of wave two, the high area of wave three, the low area of wave four, shows us moving out to 96.5 cent, okay? So some pretty interesting areas to be had there, right? Some pretty good progress to be had. Now, obviously, I think that's a true kind of top area for, for Harmony One on the data that we have right now. There are, however, some fundamental things that are going on that actually could change the direction of this trend, okay? So a Bitcoin bridge, for example, changes the fundamentals of the project slightly that could potentially see this thing moving significantly higher to the upside. Plus all the work that they are doing on DAOs could potentially change the fundamentals and change the trend. So, you know, we are conservative thinking about, you know, these areas, we have some interesting targets, but I'm also open to the idea that actually this ABC move might turn impulsive up, okay? So we're watching out for that. Um, but ultimately, yeah we've got a nice kind of amount of progress here occurring on our weekly chart again oversold on our stochastic rsi right and when we take a look at this we can see the last time we were oversold was at the bottom of wave four before that it was the bottom of wave two okay we are now oversold right now what happened at the bottom of wave two we went absolutely crazy to the upside what happened when we got to the bottom of wave four we went crazy to the upside right now we're at the bottom of this oversold area on the stochastic rsi waiting to go to the upside Okay, so all-time highs for Harmony One just feel like they're around the corner. Um, and if you were paying attention to the channel when it first started back in October, um, then you would know that we were getting and we got in much earlier. But you know, you could have been in down here, right? This is the this is the entry point for for people when we were starting to communicate on YouTube, right? Because beforehand we were you know way down here. Um, so if you're an OG of the channel, this is where we started talking about it, right? And it is the bear market where the money is made, right? It's not really in the bull run. The bull runs about just two things i say it all the time it's about managing your emotions and managing your expectations greed will get the better of you if you allow it to and um, obviously some fantastic gains have been made right i did mention earlier that ethereum has been a really poor performer and that's because harmony one's an eighteen thousand percent performer versus the five thousand percent of um you know ethereum right so really important that we acknowledge that Okay, Ethereum and Bitcoin are not good performers for your portfolio. Um, depending on your appetite of risk, as Chris would often say, um, you know, you do solid research in a bear market, find some fantastic technology, some fantastic teams, um, you know, and some true utility, right? That's going to get adoption, and you're going to be 
you know, riding these waves to the upside in a very significant way. So do join us in the bear market, so whether that's now or whether that is, you know, three months from now. Um, that's really where the money is going to be made, and which is why we are super cool during times of volatility like this, because we got in so early, right? It doesn't matter overly too much to us if you pull down, you know, 30%, 60% here, when, you know, it's not likely to actually probably never going to come back down to these low areas, right? So it's important that you get into the bear market and understand what the bear market can do for your portfolio. Um, so Harmony One's looking pretty good, right? But again, we come down into our uh daily chart here we have the cup and handle that took us out towards that 38 cent we saw the abc move down we're tracking this abc up and we actually see this right here um coming in right we can see the abc just falling short really of that 1.382 um so not impulsive up okay so abc here not impulsive up um so we are now tracking this abc down we're oversold on our stochastic so again we are now looking for this abc move to the downside we'll wait for the a wave to come in and then we should have a good idea as to how low that c wave is going to be okay so watch out for that and that will come in due course and um, so do watch out right but we had a fantastic last few days pushing up massively with harmony one completing this c wave move um just up here and now we are tracking for the abc down now when we actually come down into our hourly chart here we can obviously see a little bit more of the detail here we can see that we had a good abc abc down abc massive abc up and now we are looking for this move to the downside okay so we did overextend the expectation of our c wave here and uh, arguably you know that wick i'm not going to count it because it's so close and i can't be 100 percent certain that i got my fibonacci's to the point and um, but this resonating incredibly well with that 1.382 chances are that this is now coming down now we are heavily oversold right now right and um, so i would say that actually this is a good turning point for us looking for that b wave so uh, before we get the c wave down so what i'm going to do is i'm going to quickly just remove that and we're going to do is we're going to measure this distance right we're going to um going to grab hold of our fibonacci retracement tool here we're going to grab this we're going to put it up to uh 23.6 cent okay we're going to quickly also remove that remove that should probably talk about what led to this right here's your elliott wave triangle we've spoken about these a few times right uh with whether that is your cardano chart your xrp chart your v chain chart here is an elliott wave triangle that's actually played out and we saw the breakout from here going up to 25 cent right and now we are tracking this abc down we are likely to push up to 23.6 and then we'll pull back down a little bit lower right so now we know that we have an expectation of 23.6 as the most uh probable area of a b wave high and we should now remove this and flip it around taking that low area up uh, and moving this on top of our b wave this gives us a then a most probable area of here about 19.3 uh, before we start to see that reversal back to the upside again if we do come down any lower than 17.7 then this actual abc wave turns into a 135 and we start to see this slip down significantly but uh, for there you know for now that's kind of an area that we're looking for we're looking for a push up uh, if you're still in and you want to try to trade you know do your own research use trading view copy this chart whatever and um, play this back um, we can see this thing potentially moving out to 23.5 and then pulling back down towards that 19.3 cent area. Okay, so small pullback here for Harmony before we continue that growth to the upside. And again, you can see I actually had this much bigger move playing out. So this is actually quite a nice uh, one to kind of see here, uh, potentially just come in, get done, and then continue that growth to the upside now. 
uh, we'll have to watch and see how that one plays out. I'm going to actually just quickly remove that. Uh, again, this is actually in line with uh, our C wave, our much, much bigger C wave that we have going on as well. So uh, one to watch out for. Here's another triangle that broke out uh, as well. Here's another triangle. They're all over the place. And once you start to find these things, they trade so well um so right we've been going for about 48 minutes i think i've got more charts in here so let's take a look at this one okay so this is uh anchor anchor to the usdt now anchor is a fantastic protocol really big on web3 does a lot for you know decentralization if you want to run a node on a project you could use anchor to pretty much spin that up with one click very fantastic stuff going on there if you're not familiar do a lot more research on anchor you won't be disappointed in my opinion uh, trend based fib on this for the weekly shows it moving out to about 95.7 um and again that's just based on you know everything that's been happening if it continues the way that it is then that's the most probable area that we're going to come out on now with uh anchor here we should acknowledge that this is um you know something that actually trades sideways quite a bit and then just kind of goes nuts all in one go okay so at the start of the bull run you can see it was just trading sideways and then it caught up with everyone else in wave two it traded sideways for such a long time and then bam it just went up in crazy gains right 30 four thousand percent it's better than harmony one better than cardano better than uh v chain better than bitcoin better than ethereum it's been pretty much better than most altcoins right and it doesn't feel like it because it trades sideways for such a long time but when it gets going it just gets going and it's fantastic right we had the pullback in wave four and now we're tracking quite nicely so obviously we take a look at this um yeah actually as we started to get going here we actually were overbought for quite a bit bit of the uh, wave one pull back down into the oversold area for wave two pushed up into overbought for the top of wave three oversold for wave four back up into overbought twice um up here um and then if i actually just remove those now we're oversold okay so we are now looking at that value add proposition thinking about trying to take this up to those next levels and um, so good progress to be bad now obviously 95.7 is kind of the, the trend based fib which basically means that it's optimized right it's kind of what the trend is looking like if we want to be conservative we just take a look at the pullback between wave three wave four um, and this actually shows us moving out to about 77 cent more conservative target we like to sell on the way up we want to lock in profits etc now on our daily because can see that huge kind of push to the upside and then the consolidation coming back down here okay massive massive pullback and uh you know we actually much lower than our expectations were and that being said though you know i still think this is stabilizing nicely on top of support at 9.9 .9, although we are just below it right now okay so we are cautious over that but i think uh, on the bigger macro picture it's looking very very good and um, again these are the kind of moves that you get with anchor high wicks volatile um but you know massive gains can be made at the same time now when we come down into the hourly um we can see that we didn't actually get that correct wave count there we'll move that one out and uh here you can see we're just trading sideways right this is basically a continuation pattern and um, which is never a good sign really for um for anchor at this particular point in time now there's lots of different ways you can kind of look at it right because uh, on a macro view we know that we're heavily oversold right but there's also this downtrend that we cannot ignore and when you get a continuation like this sometimes it actually leads to more downside okay basically it's a continuation of the leading trend which was down now on the macro view however that leading trend of course is an upward trend right we are tracking up overall on the macro view therefore is this continuation pattern actually more meaningful to an upward swing not necessarily so it's important that we do watch out for this um, i haven't actually done the wave counts for a while 
Um, but here you can see an A through E, that explosion to the upside here. Um, and what we're really tracking now is to find good support um, and obviously see if there are any decent trends. So what we'll do is we'll go ahead and grab hold of our trend line and we'll throw a few of these on. Very unclear actually because that's a bit too steep, but we'll throw it there for now. And um, there's a few touch points on that one. And again, we'll take this low point here and we'll throw this up and we can see that there is a bit of a triangle. Um, but again, I don't tend to use trend lines unless there's good reason to. Here you can see this is a definitely a trend that's being tested to the downside, but we only have two touch points on our ascending trend line. So we should be a little bit cautious on that. Um, overall, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely some moves to be had in here but it's a very very choppy very corrective and it is just a sideways trade um trying to get definitive kind of motion to the upside so here's a good starting position um so here is an a b and a c it's a short c but it's a c wave and um, come back down and you can see here there's another a b and c uh, we push up but we never actually get that completed c wave um, we fall short and we actually pull back down so what we end up with is an a here a B wave here and then a C wave. Now what we want to do is actually measure that one because that's the most important one for us right now. So we'll grab hold of this and actually what I'll do is I'll throw it the other way around. Uh, we'll start at the bottom, we'll throw it up, we'll pull this down on top of our B wave. I'll just move it over to the side so I can actually read it a little bit. Um, so I would say this has actually gone impulsive to the downside, which means that we are actually going to probably track for a fifth wave. Um, so that would be an one, two, this being your third, push up probably towards this resistance level of 9.9 .9 before pulling back down a little bit lower and um, probably going after this level right here, which will be the area of um, support, right? So again, that brings us down to about 9.2 potentially. So we'll watch to see if that one plays out. Just because it goes past that 1.382 doesn't necessarily mean you end up with a four and a five uh, wave count, um, but it's highly probable that that is what happens, okay? so. We'll keep an eye on that um, and we'll make sure that we we kind of you know track that one nicely to the downside or upside and get that reversal. If we do have to move this trend, we'll move the trend. The triangle would still be there if it is a higher low. Um, but again, we'll just be cautious over until we actually get that confirmed. Um, but Anchor, I think long term has some fantastic, uh, I guess, um, value to be added and I think uh, short term do expect more volatility on that one okay and the other one that's really done really well recently is XLM uh, again if I actually bring this up into our weekly chart um, and we bring this down um, I always forget that I hold XLM I'm not sure Chris if you're the same um, with XLM but I always forget about it yeah like it's one of those that just sort of lurk in there in the background a bit like me today on this stream <laughs> um but yeah like uh have a decent size holding of xlm and um you know it's one of those those projects that i expect to do well but they go about their business sort of behind closed doors don't they um you find out about it and you sort of see that pump so yeah it's been it's been quiet for a while yeah absolutely so um xlm so obviously still tracking five impulsive moves like everything else in this bull run um, and has been lagging behind in this fourth wave right we had fantastic highs getting set up here at about 77 cent uh, actually i think it was higher than that what was uh 79.8 cent and then we started to pull back down right so the whole trend based fib this is actually showing us a three dollars 33 if we take all-time high bear market low that shows three dollars 88 so they're not too dissimilar right slightly lagging behind uh, in terms of overall trend um but ultimately you know still looking pretty good 
Now, if I grab hold of this percentage move, put it onto the current price, uh, and then jump into our daily view, uh, this is actually where we start to talk about, you know, the more, I guess, conservative target. That comes in at about $2.74. It's about a nine and a bit X on the current price. So again, pretty much aligned to the rest of the bull market. And if we actually pay attention to what XLM did in the previous bull cycle, as in uh, this chart, right, we can see XLM is the purple line. It went up absolutely crazy. Um, you know, gained significant value out of absolutely nowhere, right? Um, so this huge percentage drop uh, jump right here, let me um, grab hold of my price range. Um, it went up 300% um, in a matter of days, right? And if we actually go ahead and take that down just to the pump beforehand, it was 700%, okay? And this basically is in line with where Bitcoin is um, at its peak, right? If Bitcoin's at its peak, and then after that, we saw 700% pump on, on XLM, right? So it's interesting because it was a late kind of bloomer like XRP um, to, to the bull run last, uh, last cycle. So do expect this one to kind of be an, a, a late mover. Um, but again, stagnant, right? We see this quite a bit on some of these protocols, right? They, they spend a lot of time kind of lagging behind. And then there's very, very choppy kind of wave counts coming in, coming out. And very much uh, an interesting kind of move to the upside, pull back, and then pushing up again. Um, but obviously, as I said, right, it's had an interesting couple of days. And um, we are, you know, reasonably uh, halfway on the stochastic RSI. So plenty of room to grow uh, on that weekly. We're oversold. And on the hourly, guys, we can obviously see that we are pulling back a little bit. And again, this is a continuation pattern, right? I'll draw these on uh, here for a sec. So let me grab hold of my horizontal raise. And we'll throw this on, right? You see strong support all across here. In fact, if I draw it there, you can kind of get an idea. There's a closed candle um, just in here. Um, but other than that, you know, we were basically just wicking to this point. And this is basically 24.7. And then we're starting to see some pretty good traction to the upside, right? And um, ABC's here, ABC's here. Then there's some high wicks with exhaustion. Double top. So we are looking for a correction right there. And um, I'll just draw that on. Double top right there. We test this area twice, pull back. Same with the triple bottom. Um, you see this here, right? Oh, so if I grab hold of my pen here, one, two, three push to the upside okay so triple bottom uh, like you'd have a double bottom or a triple top uh, etc right depending on the direction uh, it basically is a strong support level that we're going to test it and push it up now what's interesting about this point is every time we've touched it we had a good run we touched it again we had a good run we touched it again we had a good run okay so this is a key area of support for us 24.7 we are looking for a corrective action here so we'll go ahead and just uh, run that in and um, we can see here there's a basically is that it's a little bit higher interesting move right here that actually could be a break to the upside that we need um so what we actually have is this move right here's an a, a b and a c this exhaustion here is is odd but it's an abc move um, and then here we have this abc right um or move but it's a bit odd right we have this pullback and then a double bottom Okay, it's a really small double bottom. You would miss it if you didn't zoom in far enough, but it's right in here. And uh, this has actually led to what I believe to be this move. Okay, it's an A. Uh, we're waiting for this B wave to come in or B wave and then a C wave top coming in. And now we're tracking for an ABC down. Okay, so A coming in, maybe there's a B and then looking for that C wave down. Get that completed and then we look for the reversal. Um, so interesting stuff going on here, but ultimately what, 
really you're looking at is a continuation pattern. It's going sideways, right? That's very, very clear, very rectangular motion. Um, so watch out for this because I do expect, and you can see here, this level uh, is an area that we've just been kind of stuck into. Um, you could potentially trade this quite well, just going you know from bottom to top, top to bottom, and so forth. And um, do watch out for XLM. I think it's going to be uh, one of those projects that just surprises you out of nowhere, like we had seen with this move that we've seen in the last couple of days, and um, pushing up from this lower area of support. But yeah, one to watch out for. Doing well, and uh, I think it's going to continue to do well uh, in the background. Uh, as as Chris says, it's one of those projects that kind of silently uh, moves along, does its thing. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, it's actually right up there once again, uh, which is fantastic. Um, so, Chris, we've been going for about an hour. So I think now is a pretty good time to kind of bring the stream to a bit of a close. I've been through quite a few charts. I'll drop a few more videos today. Um, but let me know what you think of this. Do you think this is uh, a good setup? Do you want me to do this every day? Just kind of run through the kind of what's going on on all these very different charts uh, every morning. Let us know. I'm really interested to get your thoughts. Chris, how have you felt that today has been? Yeah, all right. I mean, we've had about 4,000 people watch the show. I know uh, at the minute the count is saying 457 viewers, but actually over the course of the hour, we've had over 4,000 people on the stream, which is which is crazy numbers, but we've only got 309 likes. So um, yeah, which is our gauge to see whether people actually enjoy the content. So if you are enjoying the content, do mash that like button. I, and I've said it a lot in the, uh, the, the live chat. Um, but, you know, it does let us know that you are enjoying it um, and whether we should continue with it. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of why I've been sort of uh, <laughs> writing that quite quite a fair amount. Um, will we be doing a video on ENT, Nick, as a separate video? Because uh, we can probably do that. Yeah. Do one. Yeah. Um, and where do we see Bitcoin going up in price and what price uh, could we see Harmony One reaching during the top? Yeah, so we already did Harmony One chart earlier, so watch that back. But um, ninety six point five is is kind of like the the peak end of where I see Harmony. Um, but there are some fundamental things that are changing that could lead to that potentially going higher. Um, so we we'll just have to watch that one and see. But guys, if you have found it useful, informative, entertaining, whatever, um, hit the like button. We really do appreciate that. If you're not new to the channel, then why not go ahead and, or if you are new to the channel, subscribe, tap the bell, select all notifications. And in doing so, you will be kept up to date with everything that we do here at uh, Cheeky Crypto. With all that said, done and out of the way, I hope everyone has a fantastic day and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks, everyone.